So with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this and you are tuned in to another episode of the only sports podcast for Brains and Bars. It's a black and white thing with A Ward and A1. I am one half of the dynamic duo. I am A1. Um, you can call me Carlos. You can also call me Dan. Um, you can check out every episode of It's a Black and White Thing by going to the podcast provider of your choice, searching for either It's a Black and White Thing or Brains and Bars, um, all one word, Brains and Bars, and uh, and checking out the podcast there. Please subscribe, uh, leave a comment. Uh, if you are an Apple podcast user, leave a comment about the show. Um, you can also follow us by going uh, to any of the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and even TikTok, I posted something to TikTok. I believe, well, take that back. Not TikTok yet. We're not TikTok ready yet. Um, I posted that to my personal TikTok page. Um, I'm a little bit too old to be using TikTok, but that's a whole nother story. But anyway, you can also check us out on YouTube where we are live right now. You can subscribe by searching for Brains and Bars. Subscribe, hit that notification bell um, so you can be notified of all upcoming episodes. Um, shout out to the homie Loso. I don't know if he's going to be able to join us tonight, but in his uh, absence, you can check out Loso at everythingloso.com for our merch, gear. Um, and let me, I, I don't do this show alone, as you know. You can also check out this young man by going to I, no, it's not, I am awardmerch.com and check out everything mm -hmm. that he has going on. So I'm going to bring him online. Hey, what's good, my guy? Actually, let me switch. What's going on, man? What's going on? Chilling, chilling, chilling. Chilling, can't complain. Um, I mean, how was your day? Right, we'll start there. How was your day? Because we, I know, I know a little bit of how your night was last night. Day was good, man. Day was good. Got a little bit of work done and had a little fun today. Played a little golf and, uh, you know, came home. Got the family in order, got the pets all fed, and now I'm making chicken and doing a podcast at the same time. So, <laughs> but yeah, productive, man. I think I'm going to, uh, if I can catch some time, I think I'm going to rearrange some stuff in the garage tonight because I took a little nap after golf. So I'll be up late. So I'm going yeah, to do it. Switch some stuff out in the garage, try to get some, some more stuff done. But yeah, no, nah, it's been a good day. It's been a good day. It's a good night of, uh, College basketball got a few good NBA games on oh, today. And I forgot Carolina. I don't know if that that game is it's just started or already or getting ready to start. It might be an eight o'clock start for Carolina and uh, yeah, Tennessee and KU both for eight o'clock starts. So there's a lot of. I feel bad for those nine o'clock Eastern games. Eastern time zone games start at nine o'clock during the week. That's wild, bro. They who did who did they play? I feel like Carolina played a game that started at like nine o'clock Eastern this past week. Then they had like a, a a a noon start for one. No, it wasn't even noon. It was like eleven thirty. It was eleven thirty oh, yeah. Eastern, ten thirty Central start for a game this was weekend. I'm just like, what is up with these start times? Like super. Yep, Carolina's at Virginia, eight o'clock. Mm -hmm. Yep. So yep, I was actually thank you. I was looking it up because I couldn't remember off the yeah. top of my head. Um. But yeah, like so, yeah, man. It's uh, we got a good show. Obviously, we're gonna be talking uh, NFL. Got the playoffs starting. We're gonna talk obviously about what's going on with that. And then last night, um, the national title game. Um, he called the game. Is that we're, we're we're referring to it as a game now. I'm, yeah, 
I don't know what else you're gonna, you can refer to it as. Um, I know a couple of things I could refer to it as, but this is a family podcast. So, um, A Ward versus Colossus. That's what we're <laughs> Oh, man. Hey, that's a good one. Like, yo, like, what battles, like, what can what you equate that matchup to from a battle rap perspective? A Ward versus Colossus is definitely like high on that list. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, that was uh that was a rough one, man. That was a rough one. Like I put on Twitter prior to the game, like a couple hours for the game. I'm like, look, man, Georgia by a minimum of 20. A minimum of 20. Um, I did not see them tripling that just about <laughs> um and winning by almost 60, but that is indeed what happened. I mean, let's I just remember that. whenever uh Tennessee and Georgia played. There was a lot of Georgia fans saying, like, yeah, Kirby Smart doesn't, like, run the score up. You know what I mean? Like, the Georgia took their foot off the gas. You know, they knew they had Tennessee beat. And I'm like, oh, where, where was that Kirby Smart last night? <laughs> <laughs> Man, like, I had – so, we – me and you, uh, shout out to Brian. Uh, he met us at uh, the Brooksider to watch the game. Um I did. Right, we're in the spot. We could obviously see that there was a Georgia contingency in, like they were visible. Right, they had on the Georgia yeah. gear. Did not see any TCU gear, but it was a very much pro TCU crowd in the bar last night. Yeah. They hit. They get the deep pass. They go crazy. They scored a touchdown like a couple of plays later, or maybe the next play. They erupt. Yeah, it's like ten seven or something like that, right? It's ten seven, and that yeah. literally is the last time they cheered. The last time we heard anybody. <laughs> they cheered when they came out. And that wasn't yeah. even like an enthusiastic cheer. No, nah, that wasn't. Yeah. It. You know, you had the At one all. guy who was like the woo guy who was really loud yeah, that, the woos when they came out. You had that that long pass, that touchdown, and then yeah. literally nothing for the rest of the night. Um, and it's just <laughs> like there's a lot of criticism right now at TCU. They didn't belong to be there. This is why, you know, Big 12 sucks, da 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 da, da. And I don't think that is fair of TCU. I don't yeah. think that is indicative of the season that they had. They had a really good season. Um, I get it right. They were kind of like they had this reputation as the cardiac kids, the comeback kids, winning a lot of games. And, and even that, I think, is not really fair to them because really the one game that was truly like a – Cardiac moment was the game against Baylor, right? Where they have the the scramble drill at the end. Yeah. Where they come in and kick, kick the field, field goal. Time. Oh, we do that all the time. <laughs> we do it in practice all the time. You <laughs> know, a lot of those games, a lot of those games were competitive games, but they happened to be losing in the second half, but they were not faced. I think actually K-State might have been one of the largest deficits they faced all season long. It was a 10-point deficit in third quarter. They ended up come back and win that game. Um, actually, they won that game by 10 in the end. And so it's just like, I I don't know, man. Like, I, I feel like it's not fair to to them to try to condemn them as somebody. As someone, first of all, let me say this, as a Notre Dame fan, as someone who has seen their fair share of blowouts in college football playoff games, let me let me extend my condolences, all right? <laughs> you tried, you got blown out. But I think you guys had a good season, a great season. You made it this far. It just didn't end the way you wanted it to. Hart, I know you was trying to see that. Shout out to Dorsey. Yeah. Shout out to the homie. What's Jesse. up, Dorsey? Uh, what's up, bro? Good. To, they they, need, they needed Dorsey out there. TCU needed yeah. Dorsey out there. They really they did. Needed, 
They need about they three, need, four doors. They need about three or four doorsies. Because <laughs> <laughs> it got ugly quick. And, like, you know, I've seen – Listen, but if, if you look at this, though, uh, TCU was in the Big 12 championship game. Yep, yep. And per, Purdue was in the Big 10 championship game. Oof. TCU lost 65 to 7. Purdue lost to LSU 63 to 7. Um, and so I'll, I'll and say. And then you this. got K State, who was in the championship game, who lost, what, 45 to 20 to Alabama? They, they like got the representatives, good. the representatives. <laughs> hey, let's go, Dorsey. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. That's what's up. Wyoming. That's what's up. Yeah, man. So, you know, like, I, I feel bad for them dudes, man, because, like, now I will say this. I don't know if you, I don't, um, I don't know if you saw the tweet, but there, I guess in post game, D Winters, who's their linebacker, one of the leaders of the defense, I mean, who was a beast against Michigan, okay. um, he said post game that they didn't do anything special. And I'm like, listen, bro. Hey, listen, listen, my God. Even if you, even if like, <laughs> It was a I bunch of coverage busts and things that you guys just did wrong schematically that gave that open up the door. They dropped 65 of them things on you, bro. You gotta tip you, you gotta tip your cap. Hey, salute them. They you say that for the group chat. Like you yeah. don't bring that out to the public. You say that with the homies, like, man, they ain't really do nothing really that crazy against God them. did something oh. special when he made all of them bigger, stronger, <laughs> faster, and smarter. It was God that did something special. <laughs> Apparently not them. <laughs> Bro, bro, and I'm just like, you can't you can't come out here and say that, my God. Not that they dropped 65 of them things on your head, man. Like it just, just felt to- like when the, the Looney Tunes first seen like the Monstars walk up. <laughs> <laughs> man, man, I mean I think I had, I think we said it when we were sitting down. It was like, yo, this dude's yelling, it's gonna be good for about a quarter and a half. And it was, it was about like the eight minute mark in the second quarter, and then you realize it's like 24 to 7. Man, like, when, yep. it was when they scored, when it went up, so I thought it was gonna get dark when they fumbled. Um, I can't think of the young man. He fumbled. Yeah, um, on the sideline. On the sideline, it's let it's mm-hmm. what seven zero. They get down back into uh, field. They get back into the red zone. They don't convert. They kick the field goal. It's ten nothing. And I'm like, I tweeted out. I'm like, look, this is a must score drive. Yeah. they got to make it. They got to score a touchdown. They can't set a four field goal. No three and outs. They do get the touchdown to go down 10-7. And then they when they went up 17-7, I was just like, yeah, this, this is not going. Yeah. The ease in which Georgia was going up and down the field. There were no seven-play drives. There were no ten play. It was five plays. <laughs> You're four right. Plays. They did nothing special. They just did everything very easily. <laughs> like, I think what it what did uh, Stetson Bennett say? Ruthless, cold, efficient. Like, Something about yeah. ruthless efficiency, and it was that yeah. essentially what it was. It was ruthless yeah. efficiency, up and down. Shout out to Mama Ward in the building, by the way. Um, What's up, Mama? And so, like you know, I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I don't. There's really not a lot to analyze with the game. There's not a whole lot to talk about because of how bad it was. I do want to say this. Go, go ahead. You get ready to say something. And I, and I was I, just going to say, you know, the one thing that I continue to show on camera to me is that Max Duggan is a uh, – he's got a heart of gold. But I, to me, he's just not a good quarterback. Like, I mean, I, I know it's it's kind of hypocritical to say that of a team that's like, you know, in the national championship game, willed their way to win a bunch of these games, make plays and stuff like that. But, like, at the end of the day, when you're playing a team like Georgia – like you gotta have somebody under center that can make the throws 
and can, you know, can get you there. And, and Max Duggan to me is just not, he's just, he's just not a very good quarterback. Man, I would call him a great player with a great heart. You but uh, I would with the, with the brilliant personality. He's got a brilliant personality. There you go. There you go. <laughs> if I was Sonny Dykes, I'd say it's not me. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> it's, it's not you. I mean, I guess the thing about and the thing about Duggan is that, like, you're right. Like he he's a decent college quarterback, right? Like he's not great. He's not trash per se. He's decent. No. The the thing that has helped him at least in this year, because he didn't even start the season. He didn't start the season as a starter. He was the backup, started out injured, and he stepped up, and he just never lost a job. The thing that really helped him in this year was that when they had to have it, he came through, right? Yeah. He leads them back against Baylor, that crazy game. Leads them back against K-State. He leads them back – I mean the back. I mean he helps maintain the lead against. Uh, I'm gonna say Georgia. He helps maintain the lead against Michigan. Right when that game seemed uh-huh. like it was getting out of pocket, he was able to make things happen. The Big Twelve title game when they had to have those final two drives. Right. I mean he literally put him on his back to score the touchdown and the two point conversion to get the game into overtime. So I mean he when they needed him the most he came through. But it's just in quarters one through three where you would have mm-hmm. liked him to play like that. So that you wouldn't have to go and get it in those must-have moments, he didn't do it. So, and even then, like we, I forget, like their first drive. Your family means everything to you. So Ooh. when it comes to keeping them happy, you can trust Care Now for quality, Let's urgent care. And convenient. We're here. Oh. Hey, if you need urgent care, Care Now's for you. <laughs> but, hey, my, uh, my TV's back here, and like there's like a blue commercial. So I'm over here looking like an avatar while you're talking. <laughs> so. Man, we just got two. Hey, listen, James Cameron, care now. You can you can be sponsors of the show, by the way, just in just yeah. in case somebody get this yeah. to him, let them hear it. Like he just never, he never got it. He just never, he was never the guy, man. And I, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know. There's really nothing more to say about this. I will say this because I, I know Loso has been on this since the Final Four was announced. Shout out to the homie Jared Sanders. Um, you know, he he's a person that I'm I, I go back and forth with on sports topics and debates. He was saying, you know, Bama should have been in there. TCU, when they lost the Big 12 title game, they they should have fallen out of the top four. And I'm like, no, like here's the thing about this year. This year was just a bunch of flawed teams. It was a bunch of flawed teams. Bama flawed. Ohio State flawed. Michigan, while they went undefeated. Flawed, in my opinion. They, they yeah. were a good team. They were not as good as the team that made it to the playoff last year. And even Georgia, I mean, Georgia, to me, was the best team all season. But even Georgia, they had games where they would yeah. – look, Stet, Stetson Bennett was not good for most of the semifinal, right? Yeah. Um, he stepped up when they needed it, but he was not good. And I still – I still say this. If Marvin Harrison Jr. does not get hurt, I don't think they are in that title game. I think Ohio State is there. And so when TCU lost in the in the Big 12 title game, it was their first loss of the season. Mm-hmm. And they were – of all the teams who could have vied for a top four spot at that point, USC had already lost again to Utah. You couldn't put them back in there. Bama, again, so Jared, Jared goes, well, they smacked K-State. TCU lost to K-State. And I'm like, well, yeah, they finally played to their potential. Everyone who was clamoring for Bama was clamoring for the tradition of Bama, not what they were on the field this year. 
Yeah, but I mean, even in that, and you know, we we talked back and forth. Like Tennessee smacked Clemson. You know, I mean, <laughs> Clemson was ranked higher than K State. Clemson was the ACC champs, right? Yes, they were. Yeah, and so uh, you know, so like uh, you know, if you play the game of injuries, right? Like, well, we wouldn't put Tennessee in because they didn't have their starting quarterback or whatever. You know, I might can understand that, but I mean, we we still went with Michigan without their Heisman Trophy, you know, running back. You know, and so. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah. Right. And here, so I'll say this to kind of close the book on, you know, Bama was the more deserving team. If they were the more deserving team, no, they would have won. Absolutely not. Um, yeah, no, absolutely not. Not deserving. Now, I mean, I, I tell you up and down that I felt like Tennessee and Alabama could both beat TCU, you know? You know I agree with that. I, I agree with, with that. I, I don't, and I think they were a touchdown favorite, you know? But I mean, that, that doesn't mean we were deserving of it, you know? I don't Absolutely. know that it, some people view it as they want the top four teams to play each other. And some people like view it as like they want the top four teams that deserve to be there to play each other. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you're like from a, from a uh, playing the eye test that TCU is a top four team, but from a, Hey, we beat everybody we play, you know, we have one loss. Y'all have multiple losses. We deserve it. You know? So last thing I'll say, the rest, so if I I know when I put my my list together, and I think I might have said this last week, if I were on the committee, I would have pushed for Tennessee to be in, to be at least number four because of all the kind of flawed teams, if you will. I thought they had the best resume of anyone um, who could have vied for that fourth spot, right? Over Ohio, well, I guess Ohio State because they only had one loss, but even then, I feel like their resume was still better than Ohio State's. More top twenty-five wins, better opponents that they beat. Um, I, I hate to do the whole conference thing, but better conference to me, mm-hmm. Tennessee, I get it. They lost their, their QB. I get it. But you still, uh, to me, they still should have been in there. They don't, I think Brew McCoy still plays, right? Cause I, not Brew McCoy. I'm sorry. Jalen Hyatt plays if it's oh, a yeah. playoff game. Cedric right? Tillman had, still plays. Jeremy right. Banks starting linebacker. Yeah. So, I mean, like to me, they, they would have been my fourth team, but to put Bama and TCU on a pedestal in terms of resume, TCU five top 25 wins, Bama three. Um, TCU one loss in the title game, which means they mm-hmm. put themselves as a in a position to play to for play the an extra game that Bama right. didn't have to play. Yeah. Bama didn't have to play an extra game because they lost. Yep. And their loss to a three-loss LSU team that was rebuilding. Right. Like they they were going through a bunch of changes with a new head coach moving on from Ed Orgeron. And so it's just like, and to me, like I said, I think Bama did not play to their potential until they got to their bowl game. That was the Bama we thought we would see all season long. Versus Nick Saban saying, I mean, after they lost to Tennessee, he made some comment about they were scared. Like, I can't, I have to go back and see if I can find a quote, but he said they were scared when they played Tennessee. Like, and it's just like, no, this, the idea of Bama and, and, and in practice, there were two different things this year. And so, yeah, yeah like Bama, I, much respect to them, much respect to Saban. They were not a top four team this year. Um, and it is what it is. And, and Ohio State has to be looking at themselves saying, we should have been dropping 65 because they should have beat Georgia. Um, so, yeah, man, y'all let us know. What y'all I think, think. that I, mean, like, I know, I know I think you're kind of like anti stretching the, you know, the, the, t- the bracket out to 12 or whatever. But I do wonder if it'll. Uh, if it'll bring some clarity to teams that are playing their best football late rather than some teams that might've taken a loss early in the season or whatever, you know, and, and have climbed their way back in, you know, cause I think there's some teams that like, like Alabama or whatever, I think that, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're playing some of their best football 
late. So maybe they get the chance to jump in there and, you know, play two or three games or whatever. But, yeah. um, but yeah, yeah, for the most part, yeah, no, they, they got the, they got the full right, you know, as, as, you know, as it pertains to record and what everybody was able to do at the end. Um, but you're right. I mean, it was really Georgia and the rest of everybody else, you know, and I feel like it was, you know, I feel like it was, you know, Ohio State and Michigan are comparable. I think, I think Ohio State's talent-wise way better than Michigan or whatever. But, you know, I think they were a comparable 2-3. And I think it was a, a little bit of a gap from Michigan and Ohio State to TCU. But then again, TCU beat Michigan. So, I mean, you never know what could happen. And that's the thing. Like, I don't know if I sent this to you, but I was reading an article about uh, TCU and stars, right? Uh, Ari Wasserman, who works for The Athletic, he is a – he works in college football, but he also works with recruiting side of things. And his – big thing is stars matter, right? That's his motto, stars matter. And so they talked about kind of like the talent gap in between TCU and some of these other schools. Now, to be fair, I think TCU had one five-star. Yeah. I can't remember. I, I saw the-, the stat that said the last four years, they averaged, I think, like 27th in recruiting. Over the last four years, their average, like finishing the year was 27th in recruiting, and Georgia's was second. So here's the here's the other part of the stat though. Um, Ohio State and I believe Georgia had 68 four and five star recruits or our high tier recruits and like 14 or 15 of them were, were five stars, uh-huh. right? Like the reason if people were, might have been shocked that Ohio State was able to compete with them at that level is because they have the talent. TCU, which has done a good job in the portal. And like you said, they do what they can, right, for mm-hmm. for their position. 27th isn't terrible, but there's a huge gap in between 27 and 10, 5 and then 1, which is where Georgia and Ohio State and those other schools. Because I feel like Michigan is somewhere like top 15 in terms right. of recruiting. And so, mm-hmm. again, like the fact that they were able to make it this far, it does give those who want to push – those people who advocate for the 12 team playoff and want to have the 12 team playoff because, hey, look at what happened with TCU making it to the championship. Look at Tulane beating yeah. USC, right? That yeah. gives people the this idea of, hey, this is a great story and this thing could happen. My thing is, is this you're still going to have Bam- some, some combination of Bama, Georgia, Ohio State. If Clemson can kind of figure out what they got going on recruiting in, in NIL and transfer portal wise they can return kind of back to the, being that group of four that rotate winning the championship all the time. Yeah. But you're expanding it to 12, and you're still going to have those same three teams, right? You'll have a cool story for one round, but it will not be anything. You won't see uh, – I'm going to go old school. You don't think there's going to be any parity in like that 12? You think at the end of the day it's going to still come down to the four that that would have put to – w- Who wins it? Yes. Right again, you're going to see. So let me see if I can find this real quick. You're going to see like some interesting teams because because I posted in a group today in a group chat today what the 12 team playoff would have looked like. Yeah, I read the um, article. Yeah, I read the article. For the most part, the first few years, I mean, it still would have been the same. You know, it's pretty much the same thing. But, but um, I mean, at least, but the matchups would have been interesting. I think that was the thing for me. The matchups matchups would have been interesting in. That you would have had like Clemson. I don't know if it was Clemson, Tennessee, because I think Clemson would have had the bye, which I think sucks uh, because they were not a bye worthy team this year. But right, right. Um, 
I mean, you know, do you think it's partly because of how much we love March Madness that, you know, like the idea of like the the Cinderella or the idea of like, Man. you know, I mean, because if we're being honest, like in the college football playoff or post BCS, I mean, there really hasn't been a huge um, amount of different teams winning the national championship, you know. And so people have said since like the Saban dynasty and Georgia's come along now, Clemson won two or did they get? They just got one. Clemson won two. They won two. One, two. Um, they had you know. a thriller. They had the thriller, which when uh Watson hit Renfro to win. Mm-hmm. And then you had the yeah. other one where Trevor Lawrence and them, I think, dog walked Bama. Yeah, they beat. Yeah, they yeah. So, you know, I mean you so I wonder if it's just because you know the infatuation we have with March Madness, you know, which I do enjoy watching March Madness, but I don't you know, in basketball it's so much different, you know. It, it, I mean it's, it's five just, guys. It's five guys and it's just it's 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 style of play. It's it's different things like that in basketball where you compose very difficult matchups, you know. Um, but uh, I think you would see KU, North Carolina, Duke, and some of these Arizona teams with a lot more national championships if we just did a Sweet Absolutely. Sixteen. Absolutely. You know, if we so, if we. <laughs> so here's the thing, right? I'm looking at the matchup. So under under the 12 team playoff this year, you would have TCU versus Tulane, which would have been fun, right? You get a chance for both of those schools to advance. Ohio State <laughs> versus Penn State. Look, Ohio State. Tulane would have got Tulane would have got TCU up out of here. <laughs> they they have a better quarterback, and so I completely agree with the idea yeah. that Tulane could have won that game. Alabama would have hosted t- USC, so that's fun. And then Tennessee, K State. So yeah. I think in the, that first round, you get some interesting matchups that can create stories, which. Honestly, all these shows want is content. So again, yeah. TCU and Tulane is a good story. If TC if Tulane wins, they're a 12 seed, right? They're the plucky 12 seed. Tulane, the AAC. They go to they're, Georgia. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all fun and games until the until the Empire shows up with the death state. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. yeah. So then they get destroyed by Georgia and, and okay, we move on, right? So I get it, but to me, in any good season, in any season, you're going to have three, maybe four teams who can realistically claim a shot to a title. And the other eight are just, again, they're there for to fill TV time. Um, and to me, you could have made all those. To me, those are all bowl games I would have watched anyway without having yeah. a playoff component tied to it. So I just think it provides, you know, the lack of the opt outs. You know, it makes, you know, those, those, those teams, there's a lot of those teams, you know, that had a lot of opt-outs, guys you watched all year, you know, um, not playing bowl games, different things like that. So, yeah. <clears throat> but we know what it's for. It's for money. It's for money. It's for storylines. You know, you talked about Marvin Harrison getting injured. It's like, oh, now he's got to play three games. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you, you, you go in that first game, you get in the injury. Who knows what can happen, you know? Like, who knows what can happen? You know, and Georgia's – Stetson Bennett might have a Missouri type performance in one of his. I guess it would be th- how. So how does it work? You got you got four buys and then you got eight teams, right? Right. So you got so four Georgia teams and you got. Buy. Yeah. So essentially, anybody that has a buy is still in a four-team playoff. Essentially, yes. So anybody yes. that gets a buy is still basically doing a four-team college football playoff. So that doesn't really change anything from you know. Exactly. So it's not even it's not even providing an extra game for those powers that be you know, that are winning their, their conference championships. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And you hit on something about more money. And I, again, I, I, I'm not going to get on my soapbox for too long on this. 
more money and none of it goes to the kids who yeah. are, who if they don't get rid of conference championship games are playing an NFL close to an right NFL yeah schedule. You know, I mean, hell, they're playing play, as many games as most NFL players are playing. I mean, because if you're looking at, like, games played from, like, all of our favorite NFL players, it's usually right around 14 if it's not a quarterback. Like, the, the way injuries and everything are going. Man, you know, so if you are a – if you play in that quarterfinal round and you just happen to make it to the championship game, let's just say you played in your conference title game and you lost, right? So you don't get the benefit of a bye if you're not in the top four. That's yeah. a 13th game. Quarterfinals, fourteenth, semifinal, fifteenth, championships. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. That's that's crazy to me that you're going to add like I think might have been four billion dollars is is like that's the revenue that could be generated yearly by having this this twelve team playoff. None of it goes to the kids. None of it goes to the actual yeah. labor that's putting the product on the field. I'm going to leave it at that, man. Like y'all, put pressure on these schools to pay the kids. You want to mm-hmm. stop NIL? You want to at least make NIL less harmful as it is right now? Force the schools to have to come out of pocket to pay the kids. But I'll leave it at that, man. Y'all let us know what y'all think about the game. And also, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to clip this down and post this. But what – because A-Ward had a brilliant idea. What is the battle rap equivalent of what happened in a national championship game? I know he brought up A-Ward and Colossus. Uh, I'm trying to think of some other ones off the top of my head, but nothing's like – Charlie Clips and T-Rex. <laughs> Charlie Clips and T-Rex, like, yes, give what is the battle rap equivalent of what happened in a national title game, man? Y'all hit us up at Brains and Bars. Let us know what y'all think about that. All right, man, so let's jump into NFL. Um, Wildcard weekend is getting ready to go down. Um, I guess super wildcard weekend because there's there's three games. Um, And so we'll start in order. We'll start with San Francisco and Seattle going down in San Francisco. That is the first game of the weekend um so who you got man san francisco versus seattle i think right now last time i checked the spread was san francisco getting 10 and a half yeah i think we talked about that last night i thought that was a little disrespectful uh to the seahawks i mean granted the seahawks have have kind of like limped into the playoffs i would say i don't i don't think that i've seen them be very good as they were during a stretch this year uh, over the last few games but anytime you've seen a team in your conference twice and you get to play them a third time, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, you know, it's a divisional rival. It's a team you, you, you know, you know, very well, you know, 10 points is kind of a, uh, kind of a wild, you know, um, wild. I, I would have, I would put it at six and a half. I, I'd add about six and a half, you know, for the Niners. Yeah. So I think what they're looking at, although the second game was a lot more competitive, the first mm-hmm. game, they blew them out by they won by 20. Game was not competitive. The only touchdown they scored was on the special teams, uh special teams, I believe, kickoff return. The second game, they like maybe fourth quarter was the first offensive touchdown they scored against the Niners in the two games. And so I think they're assuming you've beaten them pretty handily the first two games. And the way they're playing right now, I could see why the pessimist in me. Is going to take the Seahawks. I'm a sports pe- <laughs> like I'm a sports pessimist. I gotta I gotta pick the worst. And if they <laughs> if they happen to win the game, they've exceeded my expectations. But like, I, I'm taking the Niners. I'm taking the Niners by ten. I'm taking them by ten. Man, I'm I, 
I can't yeah. listen. I just think that defense, like, I mean, if, if the Rams defense last week had the Seahawks needing overtime, and I, that defense is just, I mean, they're just so good, man. I'll, I'll say this. Yeah, I think, yes, although Tyler Lockett did not play in the second game. And right now, the Amador Lenore, who plays opposite Traverius Ward, who's had, to me, an all-pro type season, signed in the offseason from Kansas City. The Amador Lenore is the mark right now. They are <laughs> picking on him. Um, <laughs> it's mostly injured. He's out for the year, isn't he? He's out for the year. He's out for the year. I think it's either ACL or Achilles. I know it's lower leg injury. Right? So, Cardinals, second play from scrimmage, flea flicker, throws yeah, a jump that. ball to AJ, AJ Green. Green looking like Moss vintage. Yeah. Right. He AJ Green looked like vintage AJ Green. Moss yeah, I'm like, wait, then, what? Then threw him to the ground on the way then to the end. Jumped over him like uh like the, the dogs do in the, the those little things. Oh man. <laughs> All bad. All bad. So again, I think that's a concern. And you have Tyler Lockett is gonna be who's gonna play in that game. Pete Carroll's already playing the poor, you know, oh, what was us? He's like, unfortunately, we got the Niners. So he's already gonna be selling his team on. Nobody's gonna give you a chance. Unlike Georgia, by the way. Like, listen, listen. I nobody believed in you, Georgia. Nobody believed y'all said we we're gonna be seven and five. Who said y'all were gonna be seven and five? <laughs> Point them out. Like, like I was having this conversation. Pretty sure they were consensus preseason to win the East. Listen, and by listen. everybody. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. We were having this conversation in other group chat about people getting on TV and talking crazy and making crazy predictions and not having to own, like, face any consequences for those predictions, right? Mm -hmm. So if anybody got on Al Gore's internet and said that Georgia was going to be 7-5, and five, yeah, please call them out. Please point them out, please. and I want their credentials revoked. They can't talk sports anymore. They can't. They need to lose their job. Like, I don't normally call for people to get fired, but, yes, you should be fired if you call for Georgia to be 7-5 and five this year. All right, yeah. back to this back to this game. Pete Carroll's <laughs> playing the nobody believes in this car all week long. The, he's going to be pushing that. And the listen, I I expect the worst. So I'm gonna pick Seattle by three. They're gonna kick a field goal, they're gonna break my heart. And now I will say this much. Goal. Brock Purdy has been great, you know, but he's still a rookie quarterback. You know what I mean? Like there is a chance that all of a sudden, you know. Superman looks like Clark Kent for, Man. you know, so like that's the tough thing is just like, yo, like, yeah, he does. He looks poised. I believe their offense is they're going to put him in positions to succeed. They have weapons and everything, but you just never know. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's a seventh round quarterback playing his fifth, what, fifth NFL game? Six. It'd be sixth. It'd be sixth. Yeah. So yeah. I'll say this for Brock. I think that there's something to be said for, Playing, I mean, playing four years of high quality Division One football, a high level, right? I think that has helped him be as successful as he has been. Whereas yeah. Trey Lance, be with the injury, he basically has not played a full season since 2019. Yeah, right. So we're entering four years of him playing competitive football, and then even yeah. then, he was playing at North Dakota State. No offense to North Dakota State. They were just they lost the championship game to South Dakota State, but it's not playing at Iowa State or at oh, shout out to South, South Dakota State. That was their first national championship. Shout out to them. And mm -hmm. so two months ago, 
if you would ask me what the 49ers should do or what's going to happen with their quarterback situation, I would have told you that they need to do everything they can to re-sign Jimmy Garoppolo because he was starting to play like the guy they traded for. Yeah. Now, Brock Purdy is – no matter what happens, if they lose – even if they lose this first round, no matter what happens, Brock Purdy has to start the season as QB1, and Trey Lance has to be the backup. Hmm. That's I don't that's I don't know I if it's a no matter what happens. I mean, if he goes in there and, and, and throws three picks or something like that, I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's a no matter what happens. But I do think that uh, that I, that if you know they go in there, you know, and he's competitive and plays well again, that he starts out. Yeah, he starts out. Trey Lance has done nothing to you know to earn the first team you know Facts. reps, and Jim Jimmy Garoppolo is just the odd man out. He's got to go somewhere, you know. Facts. And I think the bidding war between Vegas, the Jets, the Dolphins is going to be one to watch to see who gets Jimmy Garoppolo to be in their uniform and the Dolphins. I said the Dolphins. Yeah. So between those three teams, it's going to be a big one. All right. So next game on the docket. Um, this is the nightcap on Saturday. Chargers versus Jags. Um, so they have faced each other once this year. Week two. Jaguars, Jaguars smoked them. 38-10. to 38-10 win for the Jags in week two. So, I Chargers getting healthy, playing better, some of their better ball. I know the Jags versus the Titans wasn't their best effort, um, but I'm going to roll with the Jags on this one. I think them being home, um, I just think I for some reason, I don't have a good reason. Right. I don't have any data or any stats to back up why I'm picking them, but I'm, I'm going to take the Jags on this one by four. Yeah, I'm going to take the I'm taking the Chargers. I'm taking the Chargers on a game winning field goal. <clears throat> I just think that when it comes down to it, they're better offensively and they're I, I, and I don't know if their stats back this up, but I would say they're semi equal defensively. So um, I'm, I'm, yeah, you're right. Keenan Allen's playing. Mike Williams playing. Austin Eckler's there. You know, you got weapons. Um, Herbert to me is the better quarterback. Um, and I just feel like, I mean, I felt like that the Titans could have very much beat the Jaguars last week. You know, um, now granted, the Broncos did very much beat the Chargers last week. You know, they pulled starters. I think maybe fourth quarter or something like that. But you know. But yeah, I think the Chargers are just a better team, and uh, and I'm going to yeah, Chargers a game winning field goal. Okay, okay, yeah. And I guess here's the thing for me with the Chargers: the Chargers are a team that should should have won. They should have more victories than they had this year. I think they won. They were ended up nine and did they work nine and eight or ten and ten and not ten and eight? Ten and seven. They were ten and seven. Ten and seven. Ten and seven. Right. Yeah, because they were one game least... better than the Jaguars. Jaguars were nine and eight, so they should have had at least twelve wins. In my, mm-hmm. should have had at least twelve yeah, in, wins. in this division with the Vega, with the Raiders and the Broncos. Yeah, the Chargers should have had twelve. wins. Should have had twelve wins. That's number one. Number two, they're the Chargers, man. Like they all like the to me the Chargers in that same spot that the Chiefs were, like when Mahomes first burst on the scene, where it's just like, yeah, okay, you have this really talented quarterback. I haven't even mentioned Nick, Nick Bosa's back, right? Joey. 
Or Joey, yes, my bad. He's yeah. back. He's back. If they had Nick he, Bosa, then I'd, it'd be by, by I'd, call, I'd have to win by 10. But yeah, Joey Bosa is very good too. But yeah, they're getting healthy. Yes. 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 But they're like, they're the team that has a really talented quarterback, really talented team that should be better than what they are. And mm-hmm. yet, every time you start to put belief in them, they let you down. And for me, like, that's where I was with the Chiefs with Mahomes. Like, to, to, for me to accept them as a great team, they literally are going to have to prove it to me. Like, I've got yeah. to see them win these games. And I, it wouldn't shock me. It's not going to shock me if they win the game. But I'm going to roll with It wouldn't shock game. me if the Chargers won two games in the playoffs, honestly. That means they're beating the Chiefs. Yeah. No, that would probably <laughs> shock me. <laughs> that means they're beating the Chiefs. And look. They play. They they will. So here's now uh, because technically, if uh, if uh, what is the six? What is this? The six? Ravens, this is the seven, Ravens, four? Ravens, Bengals is the three six, and B- Dolphins, Bills is the two seven. But oh, so on. yeah. The, if the Dolphins, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not Come happening. On. I mean, yes, that's not happening. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> unless you know, like, I mean, unless Bridgewater or Tua gets back. But they're not winning it with no Skylar Thompson. I know that much. Ain't no way. They don't. Um, it might be 65 to 7, bro. It might be 65 <laughs> to 7. So, so, yeah. So, I mean, like, they're just, they just got to prove it to me, man. Like, I, they're a talented team. They should be better than what they were. They lose games they shouldn't. And the thing is, right, they could come in and smoke. No, they could. Well, you know what's going to happen? They're going to play terribly and squeak by the chart, the Jaguars. They'll go to Kansas City, and that game will be like this back and forth overtime thriller. Oh, it's always it's always a field goal game against. It. I mean, I think we played the Chargers to a field goal every freaking time, man. It's, Listen, it's always a field goal. They will be, and it's like they turn into like one of the best teams of all time when they play Kansas. Yep, City. yep. But when they play everybody else, it is mediocre. It is Brandon Staley. What are you doing? Justin mm-hmm. Herbert can't complete a pass. Running game stink. Like. I don't get it. I I really do not get it. But yes, I want to take the Jags. You got the Chargers. Let's jump. We don't have to spend too much time on this next game because, like you said, if they don't Buffalo, have, <laughs> if Tua doesn't play, it's a dub. It's a dub. Like yeah. And listen, honestly, if Tua game, plays, it's a dub. It might be a better situation with Teddy Bridgewater. No, I don't think so. I think if Tua plays and they can keep him from hitting his head on the turf or taking any hard, any shots to the head. That that game that they played late in the season was one of the it's top five game of the season. That yeah. was a really good game. And if Mike McDaniel would have kept running the football, they likely win that game. Now, Raheem Mostert broke – I think he broke a finger. And so I, his yeah, he did. He did. His availability is going to be in question for the game. Tua did not practice uh, today. If he does not practice tomorrow, he will not play in the game. So tomorrow is the the major. Th- this is it. This is the day to watch. Yeah. If he pra- if he can if he clears concussion protocol and returns to practice tomorrow, he has the ability or the option to play on Saturday on Sunday. I'm sorry. If he doesn't, he is out, and it's either going to be Skylar Thompson or um, Teddy Bridgewater. So I'm going to assume. So selfishly. I'm going to admit, I'm someone who said that Tua needs to consider retirement. Three concussions in one season is scary. 
especially one where you have his fingers doing I can't I can't remember the technical yeah. term. He should consider retirement, but selfishly, I'm like, if he can pass concussion protocol, you let him play because he's going to give you the best chance to win. I feel very bad saying that. I don't feel like a good person saying that. But as a competitive person who wants to win, Tua, put your brain on the line one more time for us. Put your and brain then, on the line. <laughs> and, and hopefully we can, we'll do everything we can protect you. Don't be a hero, right? Protect yourself also. Don't be a hero. But, yeah, we need you one more time out there because I think we can beat this team if you're out there. Um, and so, you know, but, yeah, other than that, yeah, I got Buffalo on that one. Yeah, yeah, I got Buffalo by by a lot. If Tua doesn't play by a lot, if Tua plays, I still got him winning. So I can respect that. I can respect that. <clears throat> All right. Next up on the afternoon game, Giants versus Losos Vikings. So this was a game that took place late in the season. Also, mm-hmm. um, 61-yard Greg Joseph field goal to win. I believe mm-hmm. the Vikings are three-point favorites at mm-hmm. home versus the Giants. Who you got? Um, I got, I got the Vikings. I got the Vikings winning this game. Um, I got them winning by four. I'd say, I'd say by four. I got the Vikings winning by four. Um, to me, it shouldn't be that, it shouldn't be that close. I think the Vikings are clearly the better team. Um, I, 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 I like Daniel Jones. I don't love Daniel Jones, but I mean, Galladay and Slayton and Bear Richter. I don't know who they're. I don't know their whatever their tight end's last name is. Did you Benninger. just make their name up? No, I don't think it starts with a B <laughs> or something like that. Um, uh, I mean it's Saquon and the rest of them. You know what I mean? Like as far as any kind of playmakers on the offensive on the offensive side of the ball, you know. Um, and so uh, yeah, I, I got the Vikings by four. I don't. I don't. I think it shouldn't be close. Um, and that's why I said if the Giants win, I think I think it's considered an upset. Okay. All right. All right. Oh man, the Vikings have been the TCU of pro sports of, of, <laughs> of the NFL this year. Um, do I try? So I'll say I'll, I'm going to take the Vikings, and I'm going to say by seven. I'm going to say they win by a touchdown. Um, I think what Brian Dayball has done should put him in consideration for coach of the year. I think yes. that should go to Kyle Shanahan, but I think he should, he should be top three for coach of the, the year. third. Uh, I think Doug Peterson's got to be up there. I think that. Um, Nick Serene, I got Mike Tomlin. Nick, Mike Tomlin's got to get crazy consideration for a top three just because oh, like Andy, that team, Andy Reid's got to get crazy consideration Andy Reid will not but he should get crazy consideration yeah. as coach of the year because I think I saw a stat that said that uh they were like seventh on the list for most snaps by rookie players by a t- from yeah. a team you know their entire secondary at times is mm-hmm. well that's not true but at some at certain points, both your cornerbacks are rookies. One of your safeties, if Cook is out there, is a rookie. Yep. Leo Chanel's getting snaps. Karloftis is getting heavy yep. minutes. Sky Moore, right? Pacheco. Yep. So I mean, like, yeah, like a large part of their team and some key contributors are rookies. Yep. And this should have been a rebuilding year. So 
I get someone saying that the Chiefs were not going to win the division. I think someone like Bart Scott saying that they were not going to make the playoffs. I think Peter Schrager on Good Morning Football had them finishing last in the division. Yeah. Like, so again, we just had that that quick talk about their consequences. Like, yeah. you should, when you <laughs> pick the Chiefs to not only not make the playoffs but finish last in their division, you should yeah. have to get up for work, get dressed. <laughs> Go into the studio, sit on camera. Yeah. You can't talk. Yeah, you yeah. can't talk. And every time someone mentions your name, they go, "Oh, there's Peter Schrager, who said the Chiefs were going to finish last in the division." Right. He can't talk today. Anyway, <laughs> and just keep like any time, like that should be your. I mean, there needs to be consequences. But anyway, I digress. But yeah, you're right. Andy Reid has to get some some big consideration for coach. There, I mean, there have been some great coaching jobs done this year in the league. Um, and the so, Eagles yeah, coach Nick Sirianni or whatever his name Sirianni, is. Yeah, Sirianni should get Sirianni. consideration too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And he might win it because they, they ended up with the number one seed. But to yeah. me, it's Shanahan, third string quarterback, winning oh, yeah. division, top two seed. That, yeah. That's kind of hard to, to bypass. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to go Vikings. Um, and shout out to Kevin. Is it Kevin O'Connell? I think it's Kevin O'Connell. Yes. Um, I mean, look, Tom also, Brady's backup, right? Yes. Great job by to him as well. So it's a lot of a lot of deserving candidates this year. All right, next game on the slates, we got the Dolphins and the Bills. No, we already did that. We got I'm Baltimore sorry, sorry, and Cincinnati. Sorry. Raven, Ravens, Bengals, Ra- Ravens, Bengals. Yeah. Ravens. So that's so. When will we cap. know? When will we know if Lamar's playing or not? <clears throat> um, did he practice today? I don't think. I think he's got to practice tomorrow. If he doesn't practice tomorrow, he's not playing. He's working hard. I mean, all of these. I mean, this. This from uh, Mike Florio. Ravens truly do not know if Lamar Jackson will be ready for playoffs. In great spirits, working hard to return. I'm gonna say that's a no. Like none of this looks positive. At least these, <laughs> at least these headlines do not look positive. And Tyler Huntley, like I, he was coming back from an injury also. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm gonna go that's by a lot. Bingo's me a lot. too. Me too. Yeah, I don't see that happening. I, and I think that the the Bengals they they just played them last week, you yes. know. And I think the Bengals could have beat them by a lot last week too. Um, um, but yeah, I'm going Bengals by a lot as well. I'm going Bengals by 14. If Lamar Jackson doesn't play, yeah, I'm going to jump ahead to the divisional round real quick because. First of all, shout out prayers to DeMar Hamlin. Um, continue prayers. A lot of great progress has been made, and hopefully that progress will continue to uh, show it be good things in a, in a positive trend as, his, for, as he recovers from what happened to him uh, last Monday. All of those good vibes end the moment that ball is kicked off between uh, the Bengals and the Bills. I don't know if you saw this story, but Mike Florio, these are anonymous sources, but he had a story that the Bengals wanted to continue the game either Tuesday or maybe even Wednesday to try to get it played because they understood what that game meant for potential number one seed at at best, at worst, the number two seed, because if they beat the Bills, they would have been the number two. And then they are coming back to Cincinnati instead of them going to Buffalo. And they were miffed. Again, according to Mike Florio's sources, that the, when the when they found out that the Bills flew back to Buffalo, they did not understand why they left. You had Joe Mixon with the celebration with the coin. 
that you know about the coin flip. Um, and yeah, I think the Bengals feel like they got screwed, and if they play yeah. the Bills, they're gonna have something to prove. So yeah. just something to look for. Look, look, look towards potential next round. All right, final game on the uh, wild card weekend docket. Surprise, surprise! Monday night football. It is the Patriots. I'm talking Patriots. Sorry, I got Tom Brady's old team. The Bucks and the <laughs> Cowboys going down this weekend. Um, who you got in that one? This will be my upset. I think I'm taking the Buccaneers over the Cowboys. Um, a lot of people say it's not considered an upset until Dallas. You know, it's Dallas Cowboys. They're bound to let their uh, let their players down. You know, let their fans down. But I think it is an upset. I mean, the way I've watched Tom Brady play multiple times this year, the way I've seen the Buccaneers play, the defense that, that's been pretty consistent for the Cowboys, I think it is an upset, even though it's at Tampa Bay. Um, playing on the road in the playoffs is tough. But when you get to play on the road in Tampa, it's a little bit easier than having to play at Buffalo or, or at, you know, New York or at Green Bay. You know, it's a little different. So um, I am taking uh, I'm taking Tampa Bay by, by a game winning field goal. Shout out to my uncle who I don't know. I don't know how long he's been watching, but as soon as the Cowboys are mentioned, that was him with the Dallas Cowboys yeah. for life. Yeah, um, the, the, the star, the bat signal with the star appeared in the in, in the sky. He popped in the chat. Shout out to you, Unc. So, I got the Cowboys. I got the Cowboys winning this game. It's not because, you know, my family, I have family members that root. I'll, I'll throw it back up so you can see it. I have family Ooh. members that root for. Hey, you might want to take that L then. <laughs> <laughs> If you, if you can get um, Sean Payton out of it, you might you might take the hell. But go ahead. I think a lot. I think their performance against Washington was overblown. Yes, I did too. I think I don't. I I think they were scoreboard watching, and once they saw that game start to slip away against the Giant with the Eagles and the Giants, I don't think they cared what happened. I think they went through the motions. I think they weren't trying to put really anything on tape. From that the that the Bucks could watch from last week, and I think you're going to see a different team show up. And I will give credit to the Bucks; they have played better lately. I do not think that is going to be enough. I think that pass rush is going to get after Brady. Yeah, and he's going to look like the guy we saw bouncing passes to open receivers, not being Damn. able to connect with Mike Evans. <clears throat> Brady just doesn't have the guys that you can like throw the ball to. Um, and like, so like guys that can turn a, a five yard pass into, you know, a, a 15, 20 yard run, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. What's happening? Kentucky just lost to South Carolina at home. Hey, John Calipari might get fired. South Carolina is seven and eight, 0 and 2 in the SEC, and Tennessee just beat him by 30 at South yeah. Carolina. And they just beat Kentucky at home in Kentucky. So I saw someone mention that John Calipari might be like, this is nobody like who was connected, but they just said, Hey, will John Calipari go to Texas? And Ooh. that might be a move he has to make because Kentucky's going to fire him. If he doesn't leave over on the court. They're a football school. Now they got, they got number one pick, number one quarterback in the, in the NFL draft. <laughs> Kentucky's a football school. <laughs> Let me hold on. Speaking of that, number one pick. If you're the if you're the Bears, do you take Bryce Young and trade 
no. Uh, Fields? No. I trade the number one pick down. <laughs> I can rock with that. I'm going to tell yeah. you like I told you last night. I'm going to tell Justin Fields, like, we're going to act like we're considering trading you, but we have no intention. Yeah. Unless someone hits us with an offer we can't refuse. And then eh, maybe some, maybe the Colts say, we'll give you, no, I think they have the fourth overall pick. We'll give you the yeah. fourth overall pick. And uh, you will take Justin Fields off. Or, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, but back to Dallas real quick. I think, like I said, I think Dallas is going to win that game. I think they're, and I think I think they go on to play to the next round. I think they go back to Philly, and I think that's going to be a really good game when they match up with Justin Hurts. Justin Hurts Justin, arrested, arrested Hurts. Justin Hurts. Arrested J- Jalen yeah, Hurts. Hurts. Sorry, I messed you up too. You got me. Arrested Jalen Hurts. <clears throat> I think that's going to be a really good game. One of the best. He didn't play very well game. against the uh, the Giants. I mean, but I think he. I don't think he was ready to play. I think he yeah. had to play so they could save. Uh, yeah. They could save that that number one overall seed. Shout out to Tavita. Yeah, I'll send nine seen. for Fields. I mean, eh, yeah. hey, it's not a bad, it's not a bad idea. Not a bad. So idea. you're saying that they're getting so then they have Bryce Young and then they get the ninth pick too. So hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I might need saying. a nine. I might need a nine in a second rounder too. I might. I'm, <laughs> I don't think Justin has played well enough to get anything other than that. So again, if the Colts say we'll take, we'll take, we'll give you the four for Justin. You hang up the that means you can get Bryce Young and you got the fourth overall, but you got picks one and four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might have to do something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You get Bryce Young and then maybe the Colts need to stop grasping quarterbacks. <laughs> Man, it is not, it is, it is not work for them at all. No. At all. Yeah, I agree with Tavita. If Dallas loses, I do think Sean Payton is gonna, I mean, Jerry's gonna be. He's got he's got I'm pretty sure in in the press box, he's probably already got it on speed dial if they lose that game. Oh yeah. That man Jerry is a wild one. He is. Dak is not on trial. Dak is Dak is he's making too much money. McCarthy's on trial. If he loses, <laughs> he's out of there. But Dak will be the quarterback no matter who the coach is next year in Dallas. All right, man. Y'all let us know what y'all think, man. Who y'all got in these games? We made our picks. Hopefully, when we meet again, I want to be wrong on one of my picks. Hopefully, I am. Um, and, and we'll see what happens. Um, again, hit us up, man. That national championship game, 65-7 to beatdown. What is the battle rap equivalent? We already had A-Ward versus Colossus, T-Rex versus Charlie Clips. Um, I don't know if KCJ and Twerk count. I mean – I don't think KCJ was dominant <laughs> enough in that battle, but Twerk was yeah. so bad. It, 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 yeah, yeah, but yeah, that I, was more I like that was it. more like a that was more like a seventeen to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Seven. That's hilarious. But yo, let us yeah. know what y'all think, man. Uh, that's our show for tonight. We appreciate everyone who Indeed. commented, who joined us live, man. We'll be back next week to recap everything that happened in the wild card weekend. I am every. I, I'm sorry. I am was I am a award merch. <laughs> merch I got everything loso. Loso. Everything loso. Yeah, everything loso.com. I am a ward merch.com for everything for those two gentlemen. Um, you in a couple of weeks, about big K now, right? Big K in Atlanta on RBE. Uh, good luck to Indeed. you in that endeavor. 
Thank um, you. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see if we have some battle rap stuff to talk about next time around. But until Indeed. Then, black and white thing, man. We'll holler at y'all next week. Doses, y'all.